0: Also, the, going back to original thing, mission, vision, values are a tool that when you use them enough and you preach them enough, then everybody in the organization will be able to make decisions the same way you would make the decisions and this is like something that's very crucial when the organization grows fast and grows big.
1: Growing your business is tough, but don't worry, we've got you covered. We interview industry experts on how they've solved their most challenging business problems in SaaS or e-commerce. No fluff, just step-by-step playbooks to help you dominate your market and crush the competition. This is the How We Solve podcast. Here's your host. Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of How We Solve. Uh, I'm Nikki Ivey with Sweetfish Media and I'm going to be interviewing today David Hensel, And this is going to be his show. He's going to be in the driver's seat moving forward, but today we're going to get into how he and his organization solve for a couple of different things. First though, before we get into that, David, go ahead and give us a quick intro on yourself and what you guys have been up to these days.
0: Sure. Um, as you already mentioned, my name is David Hensel. I've been an entrepreneur for a very long time. I've been doing this in the e-com and SaaS space for over 20 years. I had a few exits under my belt. The biggest one was Max CDN. Which we saw three years ago, and now I have a small portfolio of businesses that I run. But just from afar, I mainly do organizational development and leadership development. The businesses are TaskDrive. We do lead research, then Shortlist.io. We do backlink generations like an inbound marketing agency, then LTV Plus, where we provide dedicated customer experience agents. That's the shirt, by the way. C- CX nerds. For those of you who are watching the, the podcast on video. Then 50sass.com, which is a software development house. We have a framework on how to build SaaS businesses very fast, and we keep on rolling out new SaaS businesses there. So yeah, that's me.
1: That's that's David. So tell us, which uh, what problem are we solving today?
0: Today, we're solving the problem on how to come up with your mission and vision statement for the business and also for with, with the core values. This was something... I always thought it's not needed. You only need it to put it into the presentation when you raise money and then you bury it somewhere on the website and you never look at it again, <laughs> but it's actually a really crucial management tool and you're a North star of your organization that helps you to make the right decisions and not have the shiny object syndrome and, you know, flow around like, like a leaf in the wind. Got and it. Basically yeah. helps you to not waste time.
1: Nobody wants that, um, so I'm excited to hear how you solve for that. Real quick, though, give us give us the pitch. So, what what are you guys uh, all about here?
0: Well, LTV Plus. Oh, actually, the, the the podcast here. How we solve it? It's we're going to always interview smart individuals who have solved hard business problems. So, the audience doesn't have to fall in the same pitfalls that these people fell in. And you know, you kind of get to where they want to go faster with less headache.
1: What I love about this show is it differs from a lot of them that are out there. Is we really are sort of bringing a case study off the page and, and making it a lot less boring, right? Because we're gonna we're gonna look at where the organization began before the problem was solved. Really dig into how the problem was solved, and then talk about what it looks like today so let's start there where uh, what's the state of of the business before you solve for for the problem of mission statement and things like that in terms of employee size department breakdown revenue things like that
0: so with with maxi we were i think around 50 people when this problem occurred initially we we had a clear mission and vision we want to make cdn as accessible as possible and as easy to use as possible because before we came up with the CDN was a enterprise play, so you had to, you know, do a one year or two year contract with Akamai, and you had to pay a minimum of five hundred dollars a month. And this was something that did not really fly for most startups. So we want to make it as accessible and as easy to use as possible, and also make it frictionless, so you don't have to play the the, the enterprise sales game with like, you know, having a call and blah, and then getting a quote and back and forth and so we just made it go to the website, type in your credit card. Within five minutes, you have your app or your, your, your website running on the CDN. And this worked really, really great. And we messed up by not writing it down, the mission mm-hmm. and the vision, and not communicating it to all the new hires that we had. And we, we grew fairly fast. And so we ended up running into 10 different directions. Um, for example, our, our head of engineering who came from Splunk, who, was, who is really awesome and talented, dude, he wanted to build this crazy data analytics engine on top of Max which was super cool, but only cool for a small percentage of our customers. And the rest was like, okay, what do we do with this, right? So our new head of sales ran after big enterprise accounts, kind of punching a little bit above, above our weight class, which was also not really the core of, of what we're doing. And so, yeah, we realized that this was the reason why we were stuck and nothing was moving anymore. And we sat down and figured out our... Mission, mission values yeah and, and once we had this and used this as a management tool and as a as our north star for decision making we took off again
1: got it so real quick before we move into some of the more granular pieces of how we solved this if it's applicable talk about where you guys were in terms of tech stack and if you mm-hmm. use any, any outside help like consultants or agencies on your on your way to to figuring this out
0: no, we we did this all in, internally, and in terms of this tech stack, I guess you're you're referring to to our our script or reading from our script in terms of the questions. This is sure. something that is rather for the other segments that we have. We have um, multiple hosts on the show aside from me, and I'm covering organization development and leadership development and personal development and culture and things like this, and this is more relevant for the marketing. Show, For the marketing auto be. sales. Yeah, yeah.
1: So. yeah. But I do think it's a cool question. It's not one that I ask a lot of folks on on my show on B two B growth. But I think it'd be interesting to sort of figure out how that plays into how folks are are solving problems. So I want to just make sure I I got it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of already have given us some of the the backstory of you know what the state of affairs was when you decided you had to solve this problem. And I guess now we need to get into sort of the bullet points of exactly what the details are and how you solve this thing on a, in a step-by-step, if you could.
0: Mm, sure. So the first thing that we figured out was our core values. And core values are a really cool tool to know what kind of behavior do we want to promote in our organization and what kind of behavior do we want to nix, kind of get, get rid of. And um, what kind of people do we want to hire that really fit to our culture? And, and also the Going back to the original thing, mission, vision, values are a tool that when you use them enough and you preach them enough, then everybody in the organization will be able to make decisions the same way you would make the decisions. And this is like something that's very crucial when the organization grows fast and grows big, that everybody kind of pulls into the same direction. So how we came up with the core values at MaxDN and. We assembled a committee of six, six representatives of the company from different departments, and um, I was present as one of the co-founders. I think it's really crucial to have one of the co-founders in these meetings. And sure. we blocked out a weekly recurring meeting time slot of 90 minutes in our calendars. It was I think every Wednesday morning, and the idea was we're going to do this until we have it done. You know, because like sometimes it's it's like a it's a. Not mission-critical thing. It's really important, but not urgent. So, like, these things get overwritten very easily. So sure. we said, okay, we block this time slot until we have it done, until we, you know, and after a few sessions, we were like, okay, let's let's move faster because we have other shit to do as well. <laughs> so um, we also brought in a copywriter. I highly recommend that you bring a copywriter into this group of people um, because you have to do a lot of wordsmithing and having somebody who's good at this it's going to make your life much easier. Then we asked ourselves the following questions, as I mentioned before, which behavior do we want to encourage in the business? Which behavior drives us nuts? And then we also picked a few employees that really were like role model employees, that like kind of like really encapsulate the culture that we love at Mac, loved at Maxidian. And then we wrote down the words that these the, these people. -hmm. And first, we had a collection of words like a word cloud, and then this turned to a statement. And then we also added a tagline to it. You know, so one example is "Own it." We build trust to total accountability. So the idea was that you have a short version of the vision statement of the of the the core value, so it's easy to remember. We had six core values, and you know, you can't remember these long sentences. And it's easier if you just like have these short things yeah then we came up with them and then we did a survey actually two surveys with with the entire employees asking them for what they think they should vote them up kind of rate them and add their their own two cents because we want to make it very inclusive so it's actually really encapsulates who we are as a as, a, as an organization that's already existing and it's not just something that's coming from top Top down, like, hey, this is how you have to be now. So we want everybody to kind of really have buy-in into this. And um, I'll include some some slides and some other resources in the show notes. One is the, the 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 presentation that we gave once we announced the the finished core values to the entire team, so you can see that kind of how how all of our core values looked and the, the neat little icons that we came up with, and we kind of had these icons all over the office and in posters and kind of the icons painted on the wall. And it's worked really well to, to drive this home and actually use it in the day-to-day. I want to quickly get into how we came up with our vision and mission. And then and the third part of it, how we made sure that it actually sticks and that we, we use it in, in, in the business. Sure. So coming up with the vision and mission, it's again, you should assemble your committee of people who are going to work on this co-founders present is always best and um, leadership team and again get a copywriter always helpful then ideally meet outside of the office so you're kind of disconnected kind of retreat style and lock or lock yourself into a conference room where nobody bothers you and grind through this for prep work it helped us to watch the Simon Sinek start with why TED talk to get into the mindset of like kind of really thinking about like why did we start this company We ask ourselves, like, what's our personal motivation and kind of what sucked in the industry that we want to change and why do our customers love us and where do we make the bulk of our money and kind of what are the really good customers and that actually grow with us and not churn and kind of build something around these guys to to make it really stick. What's also really helpful that I can recommend you is writing a cover story. Like imagine that in 10 years from now, a big international newspaper magazine writes an article about you or tech contract or whatever is in your field. And they basically tell the story on like what you have built in these 10 years or how, how the state of your business is at this point. And this kind of gives you amazing material to kind of work with your, to craft your, your, your yeah. vision statement.
1: I love the idea of sort of sequestering yourselves and giving this the attention and intention that it's due and the cover story idea is just a really cool, like for lack of a better term, right? <laughs> really, really cool way to, to get yourself really aspirational about, because when, it's, when we're talking about like this mission statement, it's gotta be, and your values, it does have to be, yes, concrete things that you wanna be about, um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it, it needs to be something that is inspirational in order for it to sort of permeate the culture of of the organization
0: so i think especially also where you want to go and that you can really use it as a filter i, I saw jack ma speak somewhere and he said that everyday smart individuals from his organization come to him and say like hey we could add this feature or do blah and this would make us x dollars and then he says like okay cool idea let me run this through my filter and this filter is his vision statement which is make doing business easy anywhere and says like okay if this if this passes this tests, if this really helps with this, then he considers it. And if not, he just nixes it. Or um, a friend of mine started ring.com and he, his, I talked to his lead guy who was leading the developers. And he said, one of his developers t- came to him and said, like, hey, I have this amazing idea. We have these floodlights that are on the side of the house. And when somebody walks by, then the lights go on. You can you know, talk to this person, like, hey, what are you doing on my property? Please, please leave. -hmm. And he said, since these things have lights and a microphone, we could program a mode that these things flash to the music. You know, and you thought that's that's the best idea (laughs) ever. And if you tell your employee like, hey, that's a stupid idea, go away, then he's crushed and he will not bring up other ideas that may be good, and he's also not productive because he's, you know, emotionally drained from this and but he just tied it back to their to their vision, which is making neighborhoods safer. And then it's like he asked him, like, Hey, what does this have to do with making neighborhood safer? And then people were like, Oh yeah. You're
1: right. It's oh cool. my God, I love it. I'm applying this to my everyday life, and I'm using it on my kids, and they're gonna hate it. They're gonna hate <laughs> it so bad. Um, that's gonna be my filter every time. I mean, you know what? And, and it's got me thinking about, you know, what our our mission statement is here with uh, some of the initiatives we have at, at Sweetfish Media, and it does make it so much simpler to get motivated about the work I'm doing every day when I when I view it through through that lens or or that filter. So that's really really good little, little take, little, little hot piece of how, how to solve for that, that I'm I, kind of thing I was just hoping to come away with. Actually, and, uh, you, you mentioned
0: fa- family. Um, I came up with a system on how to applying business principles to family life. And one of the things is like to come up with your family core values and your personal ambition statement. And, you know, it's so, and this is something that, that works really well for me personally in terms of making big decisions. Kind of, what do I want to work on? What kind of business do I want to get into, et cetera? What kind of car do I want to buy? All these mm-hmm. bigger decisions, kind of I have to run through this decision matrix of my family core values and my personal mission statement to figure out, am I really doing what I want to do? You know, Do I really work on the things that I want to work on? A good way of figuring out your personal mission is either doing the funeral exercise, so you imagine your own death. And you're there in the casket or in the urn, and people that are people that are important (laughs) in your life come up and give a eulogy. Uh And what do you want these people to say? What would make you the most proud if they say this, right? And this is kind of an easy way to tie back to what do you really want to do with your life, right? What would make you? Oh my goodness, you give
1: me you give me some of something like this every time we talk, and I love it. (laughs) And it's so funny that you mentioned that. So I have these in terms of things that I want people to be able to say about me and and, and have those statements be true. I never thought of them as as far as things I'd want people to say in the event of my death. But that's the, the stakes are a bit higher there. I uh, it was mine. Mine was just more of like anybody who am I interacting with, whether it's my my kids or you know my coworkers. What are things I want folks to be able to say about me that are true? And, and I, I wrote down these affirmations, and they're things like. You know, Nikki follows through Nikki Ivy can uh-huh. be counted on Nikki Ivy as a trailblazer and, and and things like that simple stuff and some of it gets on up into very aspirational none of it is tied to any any, you know, material thing or any sort of career goal or anything like that it's just all what I want the impact. I want to have based on, you know, how I apply my, my time and things like that. And one of the coolest things, and this is breaking news. I haven't actually told anybody this yet. So I sent that, that, that sheet of basically my personal mission statement over to, uh, to Logan Lyles and, and to our COO, Bill Reed. And they had this poster made for me with oh, it's so like, cool. yeah, it's like a little word cloud poster with my name in the middle and big letters and all the little aspirations that I had written down, all the affirmations that I had written down around it. And so like, it just really does drive home this point that these things really are important. It's functional as a filter, and then it ignites you as just a guiding set of principles. So it really is important to think about and talk about and be intentional about how you, how you solve for coming up with your mission statement. So I'm really glad that you laid it out for us and, and talked a little bit about where you were on the other side of this thing, what it looked like to get it done and now where you are on, on the right side of the of mission statement and values. So I don't know if you've, if you've given it to us yet, but it's just so that I don't miss it before the end of this episode. <laughs> what did you, what did you guys come up with? What is the mission statement that you came up with on the other side of this whole process?
0: So for, for Maxi and was, um, uh, making CDN as accessible as possible and as easy to use as possible. Kind of going back to 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 the sure. original one. If the funeral exercise is too morbid for you, you can also write your hundredth birthday speech that you know somebody writes about you or a newspaper writes about you. you know, kind of what 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 you did. Says, <laughs> you know, if you don't like the idea of dealing with that that much.
1: <laughs> huh? And really, who doesn't? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I like the way you laid that out for us. I think these are good exercises and I love that they're applicable to individuals and at the business level. And then we got a little peek into how you solved it. I'm looking forward to hearing you guys talk to other people about how they solve for a bunch of other business problems and how those solutions people come up with for business problems can spill into how they solve personal problems and the other way around, I think is a really exciting thing to look forward to on this show. Anything you want to leave folks with on this first episode of how we solve before we close it out, David?
0: Let me think. Actually, one thing I I still want to talk about is like how you make it stick, you know, how you make sure that you hire the right people and that you really drive the mission and vision home, like kind of using it like a parrot. So what we currently do we didn't do that at, at Maxi and but currently at task driven ltp plus we have a mission vision values call with once a month with all the new hires so where i walk through mission vision and values and tell some core value stories on employees that really have displayed our core values by doing xyz mm-hmm. so people can kind of relate through stories on 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 what this is and we also ask people to sign the core values that's at the end of our contract that they sign with us They have the initial next to each core value and then sign below it saying like, okay, I commit to following these core values. And I know this can be a reason for termination if I'm not doing that. And uh, this has been uh, working really, really well for us. We also do a town hall call where we, once a month, we get together with everybody from the organization. And then again, we give people shout outs that displayed the core values or did did a great job and um, living up to them. And we have a channel, the Cheers for Peers channel, where everybody can give anybody else a shout out on, like, representing the core values. And mm-hmm. Lance Crosby, the the founder of StackPath, founder and CEO of StackPath, he bought Max CDN, And he told me that the CEO has only three things that he has to do. Um, number one is to make sure there's enough money in the business, kind of a fundraising or make sure enough money is coming in. The second thing is hiring smart individuals in the key positions and leaving leaving them alone. And the third one is to repeat the mission and the vision like a parrot to the outside world and to the inside world. So kinda of to your team and, and to kinda of everybody out there, customers, press, whatever. Yeah. It was like a yeah, big, big aha moment. And yeah, I guess that's that's the third thing.
1: I love it. I love it because listen, right? There's no reason that you want to go through all this process that we just talked about, right? To solve for not having a, a mission, uh, vision and values, and then not have a, a system in place to make sure that it sticks. So I'd, I'd argue that that's probably the most important, or at least as important as coming up with the mission, uh, vision and values themselves. So thank you so much for laying this out, talking to other folks in the space and, and getting out of them, how they solved the various issues that they're coming up against and and learning something, obviously, at the end of the day. So thanks so much, David. Thank you. Is your sales team spending too much time researching leads and accounts? We take over all the labor-intensive sales development tasks so your team can focus on building relationships and closing more deals. We don't just build lists. We take a strategic research-based approach to find your team qualified leads every day. Ready to start? Schedule your free consultation at taskdrive.com. That's T-A-S-K-D-R-I-V-E.com. Thanks for listening to the How We Solve podcast. Dominate your market and crush the competition with our step-by-step playbooks. Subscribe right now in your favorite podcast player or visit howwesolve.com.